we're recording. Coming to a park bench near you. <laughs> Welcome to Urbane Legends. The podcast about urban legends and how to act in a courteous and refined manner. But much less about that. Here's your host, Neil and Chris. Hello and welcome to the first episode of the podcast Urbane Legends with me, Chris Flynn, and my co-host, Neil Herbert. Um, <laughs> as smooth as you like. Um, in this, uh, I'm not a big fan of my name, Chris. <laughs> That's fair enough. Let's, let's, let's start off with that. Okay, well, we'll maybe give yourself a nickname. Uh, what was um, it Deathwind or something? <laughs> <laughs> Death Stalker. Um, so in this uh, podcast, we will be talking about uh, urban legends and uh, and also how to look polite in society to be urbane. So let's get that bit out of the way first. If you're courting and you're walking with a young lady, walk on the outside of her. So if a carriage walks past, walks past the carriages walk. I suppose they do no, with horses. Um, if a carriage goes past, the water will splash on you and not her. Top tip there. Right, so now on to the urban anyone, legends. Anyone living in the 19th century, that's a, that's a great... Well, who knows. So uh, the first episode, we're going to be looking at the urban legend of the black-eyed children. So I will go through uh, the Wikipedia outline and uh, story of this, and then we'll... Uh, look through some of the evidence and at the end we will score the urban legend for um, four different uh, topics so spookiness believability reach and narrative to give an overall score sounds like an incredibly rigorous examination of this phenomenon chris i believe it uh follows the scientific method (laughs) (laughs) As far as we know. As far as we know. Um, Okay, so black-eyed children or black-eyed kids are an American contemporary legend of paranormal creatures that resemble children between the ages of 6 and 16, with pale skin and black eyes who are reportedly seen hitchhiking or panhandling. Mm, Not heard that in a while. (laughs) Or or encountered on doorsteps of residential homes. I mean, how successful a panhandler is a black-eyed child going to be? That's going to be my first question. <laughs> um, so when they say black-eyed, it doesn't mean that the child's been beaten up. Just <laughs> to probably say that. Um, their actual sort of... Uh, their whole eyes are just black, sort of like um, like aliens or something, I guess. Does anything just have like, just like a, black eyes in nature? Um, I, I mean, maybe like steps. some... Insects, yeah, or, or you know something that just lives in the darkness, I guess. But um, didn't they have very white eyes? The darkness dwellers, because there's no, there's no need to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I suppose. Yeah, you wouldn't. You wouldn't actually need it. You wouldn't. Oh, or in very, very low light conditions. Perhaps I'm just making that up there. <laughs> I was just thinking the the people expands, doesn't it? When you want to get more light in. But, yeah. Uh, or like when a cat's about to jump at something that's um, intrigued it, their eyes go very large, don't they? So they can. Scope out the situation, I guess. Or a panhandling child. Or a panhandling child, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> people... when, when it sees you getting some money out of a cash machine. 
So is Panhandle... Whatever the opposite of dilate is, I don't know. Uh, exate. There you go. Works for me. <laughs> so uh, panhandling, just uh, so I'm clear, that's, is that just begging? Yeah. Right, and so uh, panhandling, presumably because they used to hold out a pan for you to put... Um, it sounds a light, it, it sounds a likely story and probably about as provable as, as the black-eyed children to be honest. Well, they go around with a pan going, ah, spare money change, mister, like that. Well, you've got a pan, young man. That's better <laughs> than I've got. As soon as I get that gold, I'll be yeah. a rich man. American dream, etc. I'll buy the pan off you, but I'm not giving you money. <laughs> exactly. Make, make a pan and sell it. Yeah, exactly. Money. You seem to be pretty handy around a pan. Have you thought about working in the kitchen or a pie factory? You know, uh, there's no children's uh, rights about working at the moment, so you could undercut everyone like a scab and probably... Well, frankly, your eyes... Probably leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> you, you've got nice big eyes, so you can do the night shift. Exactly. Right, um, so the history of this, of this well-known legend... <laughs> Okay, while tabloids... I mean, covered, given that Wikipedia is our primary source, I'm assuming there's a wealth of, uh, of of sources out there on this topic. Oh, there's loads. I mean, this is just simply a jumping-off point. Okay, that's good. Very simply that. Uh, and, you know, in case people think we're lying, they can look it up on Wikipedia, whereas yeah. most of the other evidence we've got is from the dark web, obviously. Yeah, well, you, know, you want to go crawling down there, that's up to you. <laughs> <laughs> wading through that shit. Don't, don't come crying to us. <laughs> you don't like what you found. <laughs> I can't unsee it. <laughs> um, while tabloid coverage of these creatures has claimed that tales of the black-eyed children have existed since the 1980s. Good era. Uh, most sources indicate that the legends originated from 1996. Uh, a posting written by a Texas... Immediately contradictory. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We're starting off really strongly there. It contradicted itself in one sentence. It's good though, isn't it? Because it keeps you guessing. That's a good thing about yeah. uh, urban legends. Uh, so it was written by a Texas reporter, uh, Brian uh, Bethel. Not Brian Blessed. That's unfortunate. It is unfortunate. There's been panhandling by black and children. <laughs> what? Children? Children? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so... He reported on a ghost-related mailing list. What, so mailing list, early, early internet. Yeah, I mean, back before they had sort of web forums and stuff. You well, know, I mean, or... But didn't they have, didn't they have forums like from the seventies, eighties? Oh, you bulletin boards and stuff. I think bulletin boards, yeah. Um, but yeah, not. I mean, yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't really know massively what the difference is. But yeah, I think a mailing list would just be. Um, Oh, I suppose, but bear in mind, back in those days, it was a lot more reliant on dial-up. So, so you'd sign up know. and go, "I'd like all the spooky stuff, thanks." Email me. Yeah, it's oh, good. Simpler times. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so now you can just go into Google and just find out whatever I'll set you on. Absolutely, as we're, as we're proving. So um, it was relating to two alleged encounters with black-eyed kids. Bethel described encountering two such children in Alabama or. Oh, Abilene, sorry, uh, Texas in 1996 and claims that a second person had a similar unrelated encounter in Portland, Oregon. Uh, Bethel's stories have become regarded as classic examples of creepy pasta, <laughs> which, uh, that's, 
So creepy. But this is the phenomenon of people making up stories on the internet that are spooky. Is that correct? Uh, creepy pasta are horror related legends that have been copied and pasted around the internet. So there you go. Don't know why they it must be a very early one then, because creepy pasta is more of a kind of like mid aughts kind of thing. Thinking, that, like... Do you remember when probably in the eighties again you used to get like shaped pasta and tomato sauce? And I think yeah. there was one which was like spooky, like had witches and ghosts shaped pasta. Oh. <laughs> I'm wondering that's just what I was thinking of. Um, which was... I found some undesirable things in a tin that I got from Happy Shopper once. That was quite creepy. <laughs> More like dog food than human food, I'd say. Did you eat <laughs> no, nothing... Yeah, of course. It's cheap, <laughs> wasn't I? I'm going angry. No... Stuff. <laughs> nothing, nothing on the fucking staff, though. Jesus. Was it Happy Shopper? Or what was that bloody awful supermarket called? It's, it's gone bust years ago now. Anyway. On this? We'll go with Happy. No, this was... This was... It's back in like the nineties, and it's yeah. I'm, I think it was Happy Shopper. It was like the original sort of um, yeah, Happy cheap supermarket. It had lovely bright orange thing, and sort of the weird kids with the blonde yeah. hair who might have been a black eyed child. Now I think of it. <laughs> Do you know what? Yeah, this is this is starting to all come together. Oh, it's weird how these strands so neatly tie into a bow, isn't it? <laughs> So, uh. Now that I think of it, yeah, I think that I'm pretty sure all of the staff <laughs> did have black eyes. <laughs> I know there was something distinctly disturbing about the entire thing. I only went in there for cheap wine. Uh, did you have to, uh, did you like get your change back in a pan? Yeah, I believe I did. Oh, right. Well, that is interesting, isn't it? And it's interesting how it's kind of disappeared as well. Very yeah. suddenly, very spookily. You go, you go back and try and find that shop now, Chris. You won't. You won't find it anywhere. Will it be a shop which sells um, second-hand mobile phones? Uh, yeah, and va- vaping material. Bongs and vaping material now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like every shop. Right, so, um, and gained such popularity that he published an FAQ. Oh, there's a link to that. That's probably just going to be a link to what an FAQ is. Uh, so. Just to keep up with demand for more about the new Lurban legend. Said Lurban legend there. In 2012, it's good that you pointed it out. Someone might have missed it. Well, I mean, you know what our listeners are like. <laughs> oh. They would have jumped on that. Uh, in 2012, Brian Bethel told his story on reality TV series, which is where I first saw it, Monsters and Mysteries in America. He wrote a follow-up article in the Abilene Reporter's News describing his experience and maintaining his belief that it was legitimate. We So when we finished reading this bit out, um, do we have access to that Abilene report? Well, so I looked this guy up. There is there is a Brian Bethel who writes for the Abilene, Abilene Report, whatever it's called. Um, Isn't Abilene I, like a seafood? Abalone, I think that, that is. Abalone, I, might, I might be making that up. But no, that sounds right. It's something, it's something yeah, in they, the they, sea, they, whether um, or not you eat it. They mass- oh, an edible mollusk, yeah. Yeah, they, um, they're overfishing it off South Africa, I think. Yeah, I think they have quite shiny shells. I seem to, I think... It's being used in like I don't know, like cheap necklaces or something. Mm. Again, I might be making that up. You don't have to. You don't have to. Um, you don't have to quantify everything you say by saying that at the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> you just assume that I'm an unreliable narrator, and we'll, we'll, we'll move on. <laughs> so, in 2000, can you look up and see if we can find that report? Because I feel that's going to be a crux of the episode. Abilene Reporter News. 
So in 2012, the horror film Black Eyed Kids, God, they got that out quick, didn't they? Mm. Was produced using Kickstarter funding. Ooh. So high quality. It's. I looked it up. The um, IMDb budget assumed that £1,000. Actually, we could have a look on Kickstarter and see how much they raised. Would you need, I mean, that, do you need a Kickstarter for a thousand quid? I was going to say, I, I'd probably just fund it myself, to be honest with you. <laughs> I suppose, but, but you're a fancy you know, boy. Get your friends and family. Well, you know what I mean? It's not, put that on the credit card, couldn't you, really? <laughs> I mean, if you've got any, you know, ambitions towards filmmaking, I would have thought. Yeah. But, you know, fair you enough. You, get... to, you need to be able to work the room to be able to get a grant to make a film if you want to. Although, be maybe they just want to test out, you know, the public's appetite for uh, a film on black eyed children, which I imagine is, is high. The public are hungry. Yeah. That's it's, it's the right time for this tale. So it's director commentating that the creepy children were an urban legend that's been floating around the internet for years now. I always thought it was fascinating. A 2013 episode of MSN's Weekly Strange, the featured reports of Black Eyed Children, is thought to have helped spread the legend on the internet. It's a very heavily internet-based legend. So here we go. It's spread across the palms to the 50 voice state. During one week in September 2014, the British tabloid, the Daily Star, which is known for rigorous reporting, mm-hmm. if you're if you're not in the UK. British tabloid journalism is extremely accurate, would be my conclusion, Chris. It is. Sometimes they need up to one source to uh <laughs> to be able to corroborate a tale. Uh, so it ran a three sensationalist front page stories about alleged sightings of black eyed children connected to the sale of supposedly haunted pub in Staffordshire. The paper claimed uh, shock rise in sightings around the world. Alleged sightings are taken seriously by ghost hunters, some who believe that the black-eyed children to be extraterrestrials, vampires or ghosts. It's a fairly wide spectrum of... Not robots. Not robots. Fictional creatures, fictional entities or paranormal entities. Okay. But they're not robots. Maybe that should be what we... Can, can we rule that out, Chris? Maybe we need to... Maybe they're being a bit too narrow-minded. How do they... make sure it would make sense why they have black eyes to the lenses. Exactly. It would be constructed in some mad scientist's lair. You never <laughs> know. Or, or possibly a vampire's lair, I don't know. Who had particular issue with uh, Abilene, Portland and Staffordshire. So if we can find something that links those three, <laughs> then, you know... That we're just following the breadcrumbs. So science writer Sharon A. Hill was unable to find any documentation of black-eyed children encounters, concluding that the tales are passed on as a friend of a friend's ghost stories. He considers the legends to resemble a typical spooky folklore story, such as the phantom black dog, who I imagine we'll come on to, where the suspect is not supernatural and there may never have been an actual original encounter. Or subjects, not suspects, sorry. Snopes lists this phenomenon as being a legend. Okay, and it's got a nice picture there, an artist's impression. <laughs> artist. Uh, and it uh, looks like it was done on Microsoft Paint. And it's just a picture of a child in quite low res. And its eyes have just been coloured in black. In case you couldn't picture that. Pretty much all of the um, pictures I've seen online for this phenomenon are just bad photoshops of children. So, that's the legend, Neil. Now let's have a look at the evidence I'm keeping an open mind on this, Chris. It's, it's, it's intriguing. Yeah. Now I can't find I can't find the article in the Abilene Reporter. Apparently, it's not online. But yeah, everyone seems to quote 
it's Brian Bethel. So I have got a Daily Star story here. Okay, Neil. Here's a reliable source. (laughs) Black-eyed children mystery exposed. And I want you to know that exposed is all in capital letters, Chris. Ghost Hunter lifts lid on dynamic phenomenon. We haven't had demons, though, have we? No, so it's demonic in origin, apparently. Ghosts, aren't they? Yeah. So if if I'm to take the headline at face value, um, it's a dynamic dynamic phenomenon. So it's been it's been exposed by a world renowned paranormal investigator. Okay. Imagine that. Who is this? Who's what's the name of the investigator? I'm going to look him up. I'll I'll tell you in a minute when I when I get through all the pop ups and uh, (laughs) crap happening to my laptop. Run a story by Simon Green, the video news editor, apparently. Don't know what he's doing right about the paranormal, but there you go. Right. Um, okay. Apparently, these infamous ghouls, and that was that's in um, quotation marks. Right. Just have sent shivers down a ghost hunter's spines ever since they were first spotted in the 1980s. There were fears they'd returned in 2014 when an expert, unnamed, spotted a child with jet black eyes round the marshy countryside of Cannock Chase, Staffordshire. So I think that's the other source that, that's been quoted in a few. There's Brian Bethel, and then. We'll look this guy up, but there's there's some chap. He was I think he was reported in the Birmingham Mail or something like that. But he's an expert. He wrote a book called something like Ghosts, Vampires, and Pigmen, and he was holding it in his picture in the Birmingham Mail. We'll come to him later on. Oh, there's an audio book, The Black Eyed Children of Canic Chase. Oh, there you go. Not interested in that. I assume that's narrated by Stephen Fry. Yep. Yeah. Do anything for a quid with that lad. I need to buy a new Apple. But you know, it's got to it, it, it give it a certain level of authenticity if Stephen Fry's reading out. So that's that's a good good choice. Just so you know, I've I've managed to find the black eyed child returns to haunt Cannock Chase from the Birmingham Mail. Ooh. So we can have a look at that. We'll, we'll, we'll come to that. Let's let's finish off what the Daily Star's got to say. So apparently nightmarish clips have continued to circulate on the web and now a famous investigator has revealed what he believes they could be. I haven't seen any of these nightmarish clips, Chris. I don't know if you in the in the ten minutes of Googling we've both done, I don't know if you uncovered any of them. <laughs> Sorry, I mean a thorough research. Is this guy choosing to remain nameless? Well no, no Barry Barry Guy. And I'm, and he's spelling that B A R R I. G H A I. I hope I'm pronouncing it. Isn't that how? Is that how a lady would spell Barry? It's a gentleman, so I, I don't know. I, or yeah, I don't want to make assumptions on that front. But uh, no, I think it's G H A I. Yeah. Barry B A R R I. G G H A I. I'm pronouncing that guy. I don't know if that's correct. Oh, he's only forty-two now. Oh, he's quite young, isn't younger he, than so... me. Imagine that. Only by you. He's currently appearing in the latest TV series, Help, My House is Haunted. Yes, but, you yeah, know. since 2018. So this is a world-renowned paranormal expert. And an exclusive chat with the Daily Store Online, he said, I've heard so many stories all about these black-eyed children or black-eyed ghosts. There are pictures circulating across the internet, but I haven't seen one with my own eyes. I think I'd freak out totally if I came face-to-face with a child with black eyes staring at me. I honestly believe it's a bit of folklore, a bit of urban legend. That's it. That's your, that's your Daily Star story. Right, so so he basically says he doesn't believe in it. Yeah. But I thought it was um, it was being... Was it explained or exposed? It was exposed. It exposed the truth of this. So, they, so it's been exposed as an urban legend by Barry Guy. Barry Guy doesn't actually think it's true. 
And you know, right. I I think that that's a that's a fair conclusion. But but although he does go on to say, there well, he's is, just said because he hasn't seen it, it's not true. Well, he hasn't seen it. He thinks he thinks it's an urban legend, and with a picture of Barry and a Photoshop black eyed child with some thunder over her face while she's screaming. Um, <laughs> and then the, the the banner tag exclusive. Um, but, I mean, but by that by that reckoning, I mean Barry Guy must think loads of stuff. It doesn't exist or is a legend. Like if he hasn't seen it with his own eyes, yeah. Like, he doesn't believe in Australia. He's never been there. <laughs> seen TV footage. Was well, so he can trust that? Legend. You've seen deep fakes these days. Can make up anything. Yeah, black holes. No. Never seen one. Can't see it. Doesn't no, exist. No, I literally can't see it. Anything in the infrared spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> Sound? Exist. No. <laughs> Air. <That'd> be... <laughs> Any gas apart from neon gases. <laughs> he, only, he only believes in the noble gases. Doesn't believe in any other ones. He's a, you know, he's a, he's a, he's a skeptic. He read David Hume when he was a child and he's just taken it very literally. I don't, don't believe in water. So I'm not actually seeing the water. I'm seeing stuff reflecting off it. Actually, I don't believe in anything because it's just um, it's just light refracting back at different angles. Yeah, but no. I don't believe in light either no. because I can't see it. <laughs> so, I mean, he's a very difficult man to. He's very rigorous, I'd say. No, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, considering he does a lot of. Do you reckon they got into? <laughs> we. <laughs> <laughs> he he seems to pull back on this though, Chris, because he says, "Well, there are these theorists who believe they're either spirits, extraterrestrial beings, or demonic activities." Yeah. To conclude, I don't know if they exist. Well, I haven't seen them, so I don't believe it. Right. So, and I'd just like you to know, "Help My House Is Haunted" is airing weekly on Friday to ten p.m. on TV channel Really. Oh, have you got? Have you got a copy? Have you got that TV channel, Chris? I don't. I don't know if I've got access to that. No, I don't have it, unfortunately. Because after reading this intriguing, thoroughly researched, and extremely well-written article, yeah, I'd, I'd like to yeah. dive into uh, you get your body of work on the Barry Guy train. Yeah. Um, unfortunately for him, or for his credibility, perhaps, uh, when you type in Barry Guy, uh, it comes up Barry Guy actor. Um. So not paranormal expert. And um, he's been also, since 2019, uh, he's been fronting the TV show Unexplained Caught on Camera, which you can watch uh, on your Prime video with a premium subscription. Oh, I shall have to check this out. I think that'd be quite good, though, if you just get some paranormal investigator who's like, that. Nah, probably bollocks. <laughs> I'd quite like that. I mean, I don't know if you've ever seen any of these ghost um, shows, Chris. That we... Yeah, but most people really want to believe. Yeah. It's like with the alien stuff that I'm fascinated with, ancient aliens. Could it be? Well, you're an avid um, follower of the History Channel, I believe. Yes, I am. I am. It's, um... I, I assume that's mostly historical um, documentaries about yes, it... real past events. That's, yeah, it's about real history. It's uh, what I like to call uh, an agnostics version of the Three Angels Network. Oh, no. <laughs> Which is also brilliant. It's so, certainly um, in my top five faith-based programming networks. <laughs> I won't ask you to name the other five. <laughs> well. <laughs> right, so let's read the Birmingham Mail article. Whoa! That's terrifying. That's not a black eye. I mean, first of all, I mean, it, 
I've seen this picture, and yeah, the the hilarious thing the child is they, doesn't have black eyes. Yeah, the child doesn't have black eyes. That's quite a slip. <laughs> I mean, it's probably the best picture, but they didn't bother to Photoshop in the black eyes, which is a problem. Which is quite quite fundamental to the story. Yeah. It kind of looks like one of those um, Weekly World News sort of pictures of Bat Boy or something, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. So this is the Lee Brickley tale. Again, this is the only other actual named source I've seen around this. And this one claims that these go back to the 80s, but he started making it up in about, was it 2014 he came out with it? 2013? <laughs> Just after his release of his book. Yeah. Um, Which I believe he's holding a copy of in the photo on the Birmingham Mail. <laughs> you know, what's the book called? I thought, that was, I thought it was him at the top. What's, what's the book called, Chris? Uh, it's uh, Black Eyed Children something. Uh, the Black Eyed Children of Cannock Chase. Oh, okay, no. If you go to, he's written another book, though, I believe. He's, if you go down to his photo, oh, what? You... in the article itself, I'm fairly certain. If you scroll down, there's oh, a, okay. yeah, there's a picture of the chap looking very um... UFOs, werewolves, and the pig man, and he's yeah. cuddling the book, um, and it, he's, he appears to be he's just by some woods. Yeah, uh, and my and... keen analytical eye suspects that he just gave himself that haircut with a pair of clippers this morning. <laughs> <laughs> didn't, didn't do a great job of it, if we're being I honest. <laughs> I, think, I think it has a whiff of the council about it. Yeah. <laughs> Might want to put a bit of product in that. I, I, and I've been there, brother, so don't worry about it. <laughs> and in the background, there's a weird mist. Could that be? Could it be that that's um, an alien? Uh, not an alien. Could that? Well, it could be an alien. Alien ghost forming. It could be in the mm-hmm. background. What is it? I mean, it's or, not likely to be a, an effect or dry ice, is it? it look, or a small. I mean, it's really small. It's like, I think it might just be a, like, he might have just given them this picture and that's just like a smudge from where he's eating what sits or something. I don't know. I'll tell you what, we're going to have to look up those pigmen because I want to know what that's all about. The pigmen, yeah, for sure. I mean, vampires uh, been there, done that. Yeah, who cares about that? I'm twinkly and stuff now. I mean, we've, we've you know, we've yeah, exhausted know. that well. So they're all just teen dramas now, aren't they? And the vampires are brooding sexy. Well, I think it's um, it's obviously uh, Twilight was huge, wasn't it? So I think that that's, I mean, uh, probably the first Buffy was Buffy was that as well, though. Really, well, the earliest of that sort of things probably Anne Rice actually interview with the vampire. They were all yeah. like moody emo fuckers. Um, <laughs> well, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, like David Boreanaz's character, was meant to be like four hundred years old or some shit, and Buffy's what like. A high school senior, <laughs> so she's like 16, 17. Creepy vampire. Whiff the nuns about it, hasn't it? <laughs> it didn't look good through modern eyes. Although I believe no. that, that the guy that wrote I'd that like it when they were doing the kissing scenes, if they just had Aerosmith playing in the background. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. to double, double down. <laughs> the, the 90s weren't great for that. No. No, certainly weren't. Well, I mean, it was it was certainly celebrated largely for <laughs> for the first time in our society. Was it? I don't know. I don't think about it. Um, so, a leading paranormal investigator has scoured Staffordshire beauty spot following chilling sightings of a spectre locally known as the Black Eyed Child. Lee Brickley launched an in-depth investigation of Cannock Chase after reports of the ghoulish aspiration has returned to the sprawling heathland. Upon the heat, not going to get much power handling done there. Have they given any details about the depth of how that in-depth investigation was actually carried out? 
Mm, not so far. He would just take it as red. Okay. I've not read ahead. That's oh, fair enough. No, I don't do I don't do my research. <laughs> the child was last spotted thirty years ago, sparking worldwide interest, and uh, is today a cult internet sensation. Uh, latest descriptions of a girl who has coal black pits for eye sockets are identical to those chronicled in the early eighties. Lee, author of books about the paranormal, was stunned recently when he received a new eyewitness report of the black-eyed child. Alerted by what sounded like screams, a shop woman came across the wandering sightless spectre. So it doesn't sound so sightless. That's new information. I think they're making an assumption there. Oh, you think they're making an assumption? Yeah. How do they know that it's... The, the... I don't know if it's just bumping around or something. I mean, it's just ghost. Presumably the, the, the light can't hit the back of its eyeballs, so maybe it's sightless. But is it a ghost or a vampire? We don't know. Or a demon. Or an extraterrestrial or a robot, as you pointed out. You know, that's just that's just how my mind works. Think outside the box. <laughs> we instantly started running towards the noise, she said. We couldn't find the child anywhere, so we stopped to catch our breath. So, okay, so people running head on in, aren't they? Good for them. Yeah, Good, uh, nice to know. Still some people who care in society. Yeah, don't have to lock our doors around here. Got nothing worth stealing. Um, well, the tight-knit community yeah. of Canuck Chase, that's how things go. It's not like down here in the South, Chris, where you just lock your door and go, fuck off. Hope the walls go. Yeah, I'll keep a samurai sword under my pillow. So that's when I turned round and saw a girl stood behind me, no more than ten years old, with hands over her eyes. It was as if she was waiting for a birthday cake. That is a bizarre thing to say. That just <laughs> Well, well someone's covering their eyes. covering her eyes. I mean, fair enough. Not just, you know, get, like a surprise or something, yeah. I asked if she was okay and said if she'd been, and asked if she'd been the one screaming. She put her arms down by her side and opened her eyes. That's when I saw they were completely black with no iris, no white, nothing. I jumped back and grabbed my daughter. When I looked again, the child was gone. It was so strange. I picked up my bottle of 2020. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So, I, rolled, I, rolled, I rolled up a doobie to calm down. So, so after hearing this, he immediately like, well, I've got to get myself down to Canuck Chase and do an in-depth investigation. Spooky shenanigans afoot. I mean, hopefully yeah. riding like a ghost. To, to be fair, this might, this might explain Lee's um, ability to pounce on this situation with the full force of his. If Lee doesn't look into it and do an in-depth investigation, who is? Police? Forget about it. Get military no they don't they don't give a shit about Chanak case what do you think the prime minister's bothered about spooky children walking around the walls does he give the a fuck they've known about it for years oh, and done is, it ha- is it happening in Westminster I don't give a fuck <laughs> so on his paranormal website Lee and himself he's also from Canuck. yeah so that's how local he boy to, yeah local boy exactly it's always like he wanted to sell his shitty book isn't it <laughs> At the woman's experience. I'll be honest with you, he's probably going to get a sale out of me. <laughs> Cracking <laughs> fucking title. Well, you, what? No, this is a different one, isn't it? Go, no, no vampires, vampires and pigmen or whatever it's called. I can't yeah, even remember his title, but it's... He's got a whole book about Canic Chase. Yeah, I'm not too bothered about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, be on, I'll be honest with you, Lee, I'd leave with the pigmen. <laughs> I, know, I know the I know the entire point of this podcast is about black eyed whatever. But, uh, you know, the pigmen are far more intriguing. It's a bit, to be it's a bit thin grown, to be honest. Right? <laughs> as, as we're proving. Um, so Lee says, in the summer of eight, 1982, my aunt was 18 years old. 
and she and her friends would often meet on Canuck Chase in the evening time. Probably much the same way as many teenagers still do today. <laughs> no, <laughs> nothing to do in that town. Nothing to do with cider and... Going down chase. <laughs> Going down chase. Yeah, good. Yeah, let's go down chase. Oh, you coming? Yeah, I, can, uh, I, can, I reckon I can nick some cider out of my dad's garage. Um, one evening, just before dark, she heard a little girl frantically shouting for help. Rushing to locate the sound, because she's from Cannock, she stumbled upon a dirt track and caught sight of the girl, about six years old, running in the opposite direction. When my aunt caught up, the girl turned around and looked her in the eyes, then ran off into the dark woodland. Her eyes had been completely black with no trace of white. There was a police search, but to no avail. So we should do a Freedom of Information Act, obviously. Yep. At the time, no one had any reason to believe anything paranormal was going on. The girl certainly appeared to be of flesh and blood. There have been similar sightings of the black-eyed children around the world. Some people believe them to be extraterrestrials, vampires or ghostly. But there's one big difference between the sightings around the world and the stories coming out of Cannock Chase. Only in Cannock Chase do the sightings consistently happen during the daytime. In the US, many reports suggest that the black-eyed children often appear in groups regularly knocking at the door of unknowing victims and asking quietly if they may come inside. <clears throat> Don't let them in. So, that's that's the, the British report there. Um, what do you think of that, Neil? What are your feelings about, about it? Should we should we go to Cannock Chase? We've got two two eyewitnesses. I think yeah, I think we need to we need to go and investigate Cannock Chase at some point. Although I believe it says that you shouldn't go there after dark. Although, as he's pointed out, they come out in the daylight. So I'm I'm confused about how to stay safe from these apparitions. Yeah, yeah, they're um, they're tricky, that's for sure. If we went down Cannock Chase with a birthday cake, what do you think our odds are of bumping into one of these things? This one's a birthday cake. Well, yeah, just do that. What's a yeah. treat? Do you know what I mean? Doesn't live, live for it. two thousand years as a little black-eyed kid. Just wants a treat, little forest spirit thing, whatever. There we go. I'm, I'm putting out. I reckon it's. I reckon it's a uh, some some forest spirit. Yeah, like, you know those so. Japanese whatever they call that. Um, What's it called? Shinto? The, um, yeah, Shinto, yeah. Belief in, like, you know, the folklore around. Yeah, I like Shinto. I'd like, to, yeah. I think I'd like, because I'd like to change careers, what I'd really like to become is one of those Shinto priests who have, who just looks after loads of cats. That'd be yeah. quite nice, wouldn't it? So but we won't get in, we won't get into Shinto now. Cause that's, that's not an urban legend. It's a belief system. So let's have a look at some of these images. I'm just throwing that one out there just for, you know, maybe it's a nature spirit. So you think it's a nature spirit? Oh, there's um, a black-eyed child there, I think, holding hands with Slender Man. <laughs> yeah, well, I imagine they come in best. You really don't want to invite those two in. No, why not? That bore you to tears. Let's <laughs> just, <laughs> just talk about ring roads. Are you scared? Not really. Fin finger on a seat with tentacles and a little kid with yeah, black do you, eyes. Do you, do you think you should? Do you think you should scare up some decent conversation? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I think we've covered Black Eyed Children, unless you can find. Well, I mean, have you found something else? I, I found I found a website with some more details of um, Mr. Bethel's Ooh. encounter. Um, cool. Let's go. So through. he was in a car park. <laughs> Just very quickly, for some reason, and. Uh, www.blackhistorymonth.org.uk, Staffordshire. It's got Black Eyed Children Interactive Ghost Talk. <laughs> I'm not sure they quite understand what Black History <laughs> yeah, Month is. <that's> a... 
if anything with black and tackle. <laughs> yeah, that's, hmm. that's weird. Yeah. You know, have a weekend in London or something, guys. Yeah, probably, yeah. Oh, that's tickled me. Okay, Neil. So no, he'd, um, so he'd, yeah, he'd, he'd, he'd pulled into a, into a car park, apparently, and, um, some kids. So I don't think we've actually gone through what his sighting was. So I did track down. I think this is one which I saw on that documentary when they tried to yeah. get into his car. Exactly. Yeah. He put it going in, let us in, mister. Come on, let us in, mister. Like that. So, so he pulls into a car park going by a local cinema, apparently, and two kids around between sort of 10 and 16 accost him. Uh, he's still in the car, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, they're knocking on the window and they want to, they want to have a drive back to their house because they've forgotten to take their money to the cinema. Right. Right. So yeah, if you saw sort of two adolescent kids asking for a ride home, then you definitely want to move it. Anyway, it, he was terrified for some reason. Get in, lads. And, and then, yeah. <laughs> the boy said, well, don't worry. We won't get in unless you give us permission to get in. So there's a big, there's a big thing in the American ones where you have to give them permission to get in. And they said other weird things like, we don't have a gun. Right. And it, well, it's good. fine. We won't get in unless you, unless you let us. So that's like you just got to take us home so we get some money. So he, he said to them, well, what, what movie is it that you're going to see? They said, Mortal Kombat. Huh? He didn't say, well, you're probably too young to be able to see that. He looked at, looked at it and then realised that, oh, that's already already been showing for an hour, so there's no possible way that they could actually see that. And as he was breaking eye contact, he suddenly realised why he was so so terrified, because they had cold black eyes. So he quickly, you know, he felt his hand going to try and let them into the car, quickly to himself. Like, it, like he'd been, like he was being... Yeah, like almost under some kind of mind control. Mind yeah. control. Yeah. Wow. And then, uh, yeah, so then, then, then drove off. And uh, he feels that if he'd let them into the car, he wouldn't be here today to tell that story. It'd probably be all just as well, to be honest with you. It saved us some more tripe on the internet. I mean, I've reached the conclusion, to... obviously. I'm still weighing up the pros and cons. <laughs> I mean, I hate to say it, but it does sound like the kind of thing that he would say to police officers who'd seen him yeah. about to get some kids into his car. Accosting two kids. It's like, no, no, well, no, in fact, officer, no, I'm not drunk. They were accosting me. They were trying to get into my car. I had to stop myself from letting them in. Yeah. Do you reckon that's just like, it's just a, like a metaphor. Oh, I was being psychically powered to open the door to these kids. It's yeah, I think I think uh, for whatever reason he went, you know, he, he went off doing what I mean, what what he was doing, pulling into a cinema parking lot at that time of night. I don't know. Like, well, it could have been a strip mall, so the gig, you know, he could, could be. Yeah, you're right. Could be getting some chicken or some grits or some. Uh, don't know what's. And what's, that, what, Texas, what's, what's, that, what's that horrible American drink? Root beer. Are you quite like sarsaparilla? I don't mind. Yeah, I don't. That's probably just cream soda, isn't it? I've got no idea. I'm very ignorant of how things. That always feels like the most American of drinks to me, though, sarsaparilla. Sarsaparilla? Just tell me about the name, yeah. It's kind of like, but that's like, like what? I think it's a, I think it's some kind of root. Yeah. It's, it's flavour. Turnip juice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, it's probably, I assume it's pretty fucking nasty. That's kind of what recovering alcoholics drank in the West, wasn't it? Like, Wild West. They go, I'll have a sarsaparilla. Yeah. Oh, you ain't having a whiskey? Because I lost my job drinking. 
So Amanda Sassbrella, 12 steps. <laughs> Something like that. Um, so Legend of Black Eyed Children, a dozen of stories. That's good. Good writing to start with. <laughs> a dozen of stories keep circulating. So what's this? TBS News. Who's TBS News? The Business Standard. Well, might be the Business Standard, but they're not the Grammar Standard, are they? A dozen of stories. They might knock on your door on a late wintry night. They may see, you may see them approaching your car while you're waiting at the signal or a gas station. It might seem like they need help. Or in the parking lot of Mortal Kombat. (laughs) Yeah, but that's the the other thing, because it's going, yeah, the film's been on for hours, so they can't be trying to get in there. Well, I mean, to be fair, they could have tried to get in, realised they didn't have any money, and they've been waiting around to try and get home. Do you know what I mean? I mean, you know, your story doesn't Any, uh, Anything's possible. Anything's possible. Well, they might just stand still for no reason. And that's something children don't do a lot of standing still. They run around in that, don't they? Annoyingly. Um, yes, very annoyingly. Uh, the children do not look threatening. They would want to get into your house or your car. <laughs> they will be persistent. Suddenly, you will notice something is not right about these children. Their eyes, pure black from lid to lid. Dead black orbs devoid of sclera or iris will chill up your... Well, it just says, I I thought I'd missed a word, but no, it just says, will chill up your spine, which makes Mm -hmm. it sound like they're, like, just relaxing on your spine. You'll finally come across... You'll finally come across (laughs) the black-eyed children. (laughs) Black-eyed children or black-eyed kids an urban legend of paranormal creatures that resemble children between the age of 6 to 16. These creatures with a pale skin and black eyes have reportedly been seen hitchhiking, panhandling on doorsteps. So this just seems like a conglomerate of what we've read. Um, just going to skim read. So anyone who's encountered them has has almost immediately felt an overwhelming sense of dread. Beside blackout eyes, these children typically typically appear normal. Sometimes their attire seems outdated. Ooh. Uh, So they're not not trendy. Uh, In extremely unusual instances, people have reported the encounters (laughs) encountering creatures with talon-like feet. Now that's new information. So, yeah, I feel like, firstly, again, where are they getting all of their sources? But, I mean, there's a few things to unpack there. So don't, they don't actually name any of the, where, where those things had occurred. So in a lot of circumstances, in a lot of circumstances that. Um, yeah. But, yeah, the talon light feet, that's, that's weirdly kind of, like, specific. I think thing. people are still afraid. Your arms the yeah. I don't think you can – I think – I think what you're doing is akin to victim blaming, to be honest. I mean, I'm very partial to that. But <laughs> I'll be honest with you, though. If you've got a black eyed kid with talent fee, I think I'd leave with the talent fee. I wouldn't, you know. Yeah. Talent footed child. But that's. Who will tend to have black eyes. I know, I know the talent footed children are, are, less, are less popular. <laughs> you know, you don't see them marching yeah. around Canuck Chase. They tend to just bounce through the system, don't they? They're, they're, not, they're not the ones who get adopted. Yeah. Um, no one knows where or how these creatures pop up. Conspiracy theorists believe that black-eyed children are aliens trying to reach out to their Earth. To their Earth? <laughs> Liberties. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe they think of it that way. Oh, fair enough. Demonologists believe they are children of the devil himself, and if you let them in, you're allowing the devil to enter your life. I'd have to know the ups and downs of that before deciding. Um, 
They want to enter your home to call their parents. However, upon making eye contact, it seems there's a much sinister plot to the story. Some people claim... <laughs> what, some people? It seems, yes, yeah, some people. All right, so this is about... Been around since the 80s, but then 90s. Do, do, do. do you think the person who wrote this article just had too much cough syrup and then just shat this out? <laughs> Probably. Because so, um, they're coming up with a lot of details that are not covered elsewhere. Got a new story. So one of the stories goes like this. Goes a little something like this. In a snowy town within the middle of nowhere in Vermont, an elderly couple heard the sound of three loud knocks on their door. They opened the door and saw two children, a boy and a girl. Parents will be here soon. May we come in? <laughs> the children did not make eye contact and just stood there in the doorway. The elderly couple were hesitant, but after a while they let the boy and girl inside. The kids settled mm-hmm. on the couch while the wife made some hot cocoa and husband asked them questions that went unanswered. <laughs> just sat there silently then, drinking their cocoa or not, as the case may be. The wife returned and noticed that her cat was scared and angry <laughs> with the children. May we please use the restroom? Wife looked at the kids and she finally saw them. The children's eyes were as black as the starless universe. This is very, very, that's very poetic. Very florid, isn't it? Yeah, that's purple prose. It's the first time we've had that, you know, from some. <laughs> she directed them to the bathroom and returned to her husband who was covering his face with his hands. <laughs> Did he now have black eyes? Expecting a birthday cake. (laughs) (laughs) She meant like he was expecting a birthday cake. (laughs) Did you see their eyes? The husband then shows uh, his hands full of blood from a nosebleed. (laughs) Why was he covering his eyes if he had a nosebleed? That's not not the efficient way to stem the flow of blood from your nose. Cover your eyes. This is getting spookier. Spooky. It's like yeah. he was under some sort of alien control. Yeah. Or he's been, or he's been on the gear. The power, <laughs> that's something to do with this whole experience. The power suddenly went out in the house and it turned stark as the kid's eyes. Tell me you wouldn't be terrified. Again, it's very, you know, very florid prose here. Mm. As dark as the children's eyes. The wife headed to the west, west wing, now the restroom, <laughs> and was confronted by the voice of the kids at the end of the hall, uttering, our parents are here. <laughs> the kids then exited the house, leaving the door wide open, rude. The wife then noticed that there were two men at the end of the driveway. The men were very tall and slender. Uh-oh. Oh, hello. The wife waved, but did not receive any same friendly gesture. The two men and children drove away together in one car. The power then came back on a little later after the kids left. Throughout the next week, weird things kept happening in the house. Weird things? Three out of four cats went missing and the fourth had been found dead in a pool of its blood. That's not good. The husband continued to have nosebleeds and finally went to a doctor where he was diagnosed with very aggressive skin cancer. This legend uh, even crossed bodies of water and then there's the English one. So that's quite... that, That feels like... A story that that's the most fun. complete one thus far but it feels like i, I know there are no real time or facts or name of the couple involved or any of the rest of it and it also very much sounds like a sort of um an amateur horror writer wrote it like for a campfire story so you i'll know. be honest with you it's not stephen king no it's better yeah right. <laughs> 
No, and it just feels like, you know, like when you're a kid and you're writing, like creative writing at school, and then you put, and then, and then, and then, it's like kind of that style of writing at the end with uh, Power Capricorn. And then weird things get happening again. And then three out of the four cats went missing. And then the fourth was found dead with blood. And then the husband had nosebleeds. And then he had cancer. <laughs> the end. Yeah. What was their end game? What I was their I just wanted someone to to sit in the warm, have you know, before... have a slash. They just so happened to give you skin cancer. I can't help it. I can't help. They didn't wait for parents to show up. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. came in, came in, used the restroom, drank some cocoa. Gave. I didn't, I didn't say if they drank the cocoa or anything. They sat down, didn't answer any questions. Don't speak to strangers. Fair enough. Yeah. Probably don't go in their houses either. But yeah, I mean, yeah, don't go in their house. If you're gonna, you know, they shut up the cat. But cats... Or killed three. Killed three. I wonder if the cat who was angry and whatever... Correlation is not causation now. Three out of four cats. Well, three went missing and one died. Oh, okay. But that's cats for you. They pulled of its own blood. Hmm. Yeah, it doesn't say... I mean... Do you think that the cat also had aggressive skin cancer? (laughs) Because apparently it causes severe nosebleeds. Maybe that was it. Or maybe they weren't related. Maybe Maybe the nosebleed and the aggressive skin cancer were two different phenomena. Does skin cancer give you nosebleeds? I don't know. That's I suppose there's dermis inside your nose. Not, not unless it was grown in there. Well, it could be if he does what I do and blows smoke out of his nose quite a lot, I guess. Could be that. So, um, have you got any further stuff that you'd like, that you've found on the I Black think Eye? we've covered pretty much the entire gamut of, of the Black Eye. Of the, of the, the three, of the three yeah. uncorroborable. Yeah. There, there are two name sources and one article in the Daily Star from a quote-unquote well. paranormal researcher who doesn't really believe it, but fair enough. So I think that this is a good example, and we'll probably see a few of these, of something that someone thinks they saw possibly or maybe just made up for attention I'm going in the made-up camp because, yeah, I mean, whether or not they thought they saw something, I don't know. But, yeah, I think everything else has just been someone else writing about the phenomenon, which quotes one of these sources. And it went went viral, Yeah, this story, for whatever reason. I mean, there must be a billion of these a day that people are just bored and make up. Well, apparently it was on MSN Explorer's top story of the day or something. It just randomly got up somewhere and then became a bit of a viral kind of hit. So before we give our full conclusions, let's go through our scoring matrix. So spookiness, um, I'm going to give it, I mean, you know, children are quite spooky anyway, aren't they? They can be. And I'm having black eyes and sort of being, but on the other hand, they're children. Yeah. So... I'm not what, physically... what kind of a Blanche Frail would you have to be to be terrified by a child, whether they have massive pupils or not? So I'm going to give I... it a four. Personally, I'm having a four for spookiness. What about you? Oh, that's a two for me, I'm afraid, Chris. I'm assuming we're out of ten. No, <laughs> yeah, no, out of ten. Uh, believability, I think that's a one for me. Oh, that's, a, that's, that's, a, that's a ten for me now, obviously it's a one. One. So reach, so it had quite a big reach, but, I mean, it seems to be... Well, there is, well, supposedly it went viral back in the day, but I didn't see very much evidence. I just, you know, it's a few it's crappy websites. It's not loads of people have been going yeah. around, but it has made it. They made a film out of it. Someone I'm in pro- the UK also made some stuff yeah. up about it. 
and then so, and then made up that it was his aunt, sort of one of the eighties. Yeah, maybe I give that. Maybe give that a four. A four. Okay, I'm going to give it a three. I think. You know, they've narrative... made a film and it got up to the UK, so you know, it's international or something. But it doesn't seem to be doesn't seem to be too much about it these days. No, not really. Um, and the narrative, so the actual story. I mean, for me, what do you want to go story? Yeah, I'm not not really seeing much of a coherent story. So the, the 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 most story we had was the one that just came out, which pretty sure was just made up by a lunatic so or an idiot. It like narrative slash premise. Yeah, it's just not. There's nothing inherently interesting or creepy about it. Really, it's 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 black. It, it's black eyed kids. You know, it's um, there's nothing more to say about that. They might give you skin cancer. They might be vampires. Was, I, mean, I suppose the one. I suppose it being They're kind of the one. Get in places, don't they? The one thing I could say about it is is an open and ended enough premise that you could pretty much make up what you like. Yeah. They they could be robots or vampires or pigmen or ghosts or demons. Um, yeah. Might come, might come in twos or ones. Might be around in the night or the day. Might be into Mortal Kombat. Yeah, yeah fair enough. Like either love or hate birthdays. Yeah, we, we just we just can't tell. Yeah. So what are you going to give it? That's a one for me. A one for narrative or premise. Well, or, you know, I'm, I'm going to give it a three because you know it, people, you know, it's kids, so that's you know people don't like thinking of kids being evil do they you know that's the whole village of the damned sort of stuff so Actually, i don't know if you look into google images for black eyed kids you will see one that's from midwich cuckoos What's that? pretty similar yeah spooky kids with like blonde hair and they've just photoshopped their eyes to be black oh yeah it's that kind of thing so i mean i think that that's people find that inherent inherently sort of pure children being evil or possibly alien or robot. But we haven't really seen them do anything evil, have we? There's no. just everyone's just scared of them. And like I say, it's you know, if it's if it's a little little nature spirit, they just just want to have a bit of birthday cake. Probably just be nice to them, yeah. Don't have to let them in your car, obviously. So black eyed children, uh we have here at Urbane Legends given you a mark, a scientific mark of nineteen legend points out of a possible 80 and you know considering the in- incredibly small amount of work you have done to develop as a legend i think you can be quite proud of that that's not bad that's probably 25 percent. yeah i think you know i think i think you put a bit more effort in there's there's there's, there's room for growth here yeah exactly you know, you've got you've got, to, you've got to have a little bit more to the legend you've got to have more sightings more sources and you've got to you know other yeah. than they're creepy, and of course we're um, we're offering our uh, our consultancy. Yeah, consultancy. somebody wants to pay us to go to Canic Chase and see what's going on in Staffordshire. More than happy, we'll yeah. take birthday cake. We'll see. Apparently, come out in the daylight. That's, I'll be honest with you, that's convenient for me. Yeah. Don't really want to be hand, hanging around the moors at night. Well, I'll I do that anyway, so we can take shifts. I mean, that's, well, to be fair, it's practically your address, isn't it? That's my spare time, yeah. Can yeah, I can I chase early it's hours? Talking hotspot, <laughs> exactly. Um, We're going to okay, let that well, unsaid, but <laughs> well, that's it for our first episode. We will be back in a week with uh, our next episode, which we don't know yet. Um, so I will. Well, uh, if, if I'm any judge, I think we should be pigmen, but I think we need to. I think that might be harder <laughs> to get hold of. 
I mean, I'll, I'll tell you one thing that's that's really intrigued me. That guy's book. Pigmen. I want to know what the pigmen are about. It's going to be it's going to be depressingly prosaic, isn't it? It's half man, half pig. Yeah, one is around on hind legs. Like with pig, guys, like with pig's heads. <laughs> I think I may have seen some of those walking around, so immediately it's more believable. <laughs> okay, so from us here, um, you know, have a good week and don't have nightmares. Unless you want to. <laughs> Bye. See ya.